you deserve to live life with confidence. We're your hosts, Brooke Brewer and Danny Mullen here from Raw Fitness. Confidently Flawed is a podcast dedicated to bringing you the secret sauce and helping you look good and feel even better. What's holding you back from being the most confident you? What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Confidently Flawed, Brooke and Danny here to take it a little different approach than what we have uh, the last couple weeks. We've been talking about success, how to get there. We talked about workouts, how to stay active, injury prevention, all that stuff. Today, we are going to switch it up and we're going to talk all about breakfast. And we thought this would be a good topic because people, I would say out of like all the meals, like breakfast is the one that's like kind of the most confusing for people, right? They don't know like, should I eat it? Should I not? What should I do? All of that. So we're here to give you our perspectives on breakfast, what it means. Should you do it? Should you not? What should you do if you do it? When should you do it, right? And um, yeah, just give you kind of like some some clarity on how to go about breakfast. So, you know, Brooke, I'll, I'll kind of kick it off to you first. You know, when it comes to breakfast, like what are some of the things that that you look at or you do consistently or what's your routine when it comes to breakfast? Yeah, so I have to like say this because I... This might be an interesting episode because I guess we've never really taught. I mean, I, I know we have similar mindsets on a lot of things, but I don't really know if we have the same opinion on this this topic. So I think we do, but I don't know. So we might have different things to say. And I think that's kind of cool. We got two different perspectives. And, you know, I think that's important. You know, I, I was talking about this with someone. Actually, I was talking about it with you in a way, too. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of science and a lot of studies are done on men, almost actually all of them on, on a lot of things, whether it's trends that are happening, whether it's diets, meal plans, like a lot of it is actually done on men. And so from a women's perspective and from just kind of where I've been researching the last year is like, I'm finding a lot of holes in a lot of the science because it's all done on men and women are very different from men in our hormones. So I think it might be interesting depending on our, our thoughts on this in the sense that we might have different thoughts. And I think that's the beautiful part of life is and I hope you guys hear this when we share this too, is we are not saying any of these episodes saying that this is the absolute must. You must do it this way and there's no other way to do it. And there's there's things that are going to work and there's things that aren't going to work. And like for me, I've had so many different things that I was like, this is the way, this is what you must do. And like, here I am and I have a different perspective. And I think that's the beautiful part of life. So excuse that rant, but I feel like that was important to say. So my thoughts on breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Without a doubt, breakfast, in my opinion, is the most important meal of the day, especially women. Women need to eat in the morning. Hormones are cortisol, stress hormones, so much of that um, is incorporated in, in, in our hormones and just how we go about our cycles, menopause, all of that. And if you don't eat a breakfast or if you eat the wrong breakfast, you know, I get so many people because I talk about breakfast a lot and I have so many people tell me, is it better for me to have the wrong breakfast or to skip breakfast? And that's where I will come to tell you, I'd rather you skip breakfast and have the wrong breakfast. So, you know, I think that there's, there's some conflicting things there, but breakfast to me is so important. So my opinions and from what I've researched, from what I've experienced in my own personal experiences, um, again, as a 29-year-old female, is I think you should eat breakfast within 30 minutes of waking every single day, without a doubt, within 30 minutes of eating. More specifically, your breakfast needs to contain a minimum of 25 grams of protein. 
And obviously that's going to vary depending on the person, but I truly don't care if you are 90 pounds or 200 pounds, you must have a minimum of 25 degrees or 25 degrees, 25 grams of protein. Why, why do I say that? Because I, I believe people can say things and they can tell you things, but if they don't give you the why, then it means nothing because protein is what is going to help your body metabolize, help your body just really absorb anything else you're eating. I am flabbergasted, beyond flabbergasted, beyond angry at the new food guidelines that have recently come out. (laughs) And that is simply because if you look at what's important and if you look at what's being rated by the food guidelines, it's things like cereal and breads and carbs. And if you look at the standard, the standard, and I know we're not standard people on this podcast, but if you look at the standard American breakfast, what does it consist of? Bagels, donuts, cereal, oatmeal for that matter. What is missing in all of those standard breakfasts? Protein. You start your morning already in a in a kind of shocked state, any fasted state. And when you wake up in the morning, you are fasted. Doesn't matter if it was, you know, five hours, doesn't matter if it was an 18-hour fast, you are fasted. Especially women, when you wake up, your cortisol is generally funky because you are fasted. Your body is wanting food. Your body needs certain types of food and nutrition to function and to carry your energy throughout the day and to carry you throughout the day. So if you start your day with a whole bunch of sugar that your body is like, holy crap, what is going on that your body can't absorb, that your body is kind of a lot of sugars, a lot of carbs is inflammatory to the gut. You're, you start your body off so like shocked, right? And and sugar, a lot of sugar causes different spikes of our, you know, of our blood sugar. So like you might have, if you're that type of person who feels like you would crash in the middle of the day, it's very, very possible that you didn't have enough protein to absorb those carbs. So I'm not here to say don't eat carbs for breakfast, but I am here to say eat your protein. And why I say a minimum of 30 or 25 grams of protein is because that's a sufficient amount to be able to handle whatever else you throw to your body, whether that be a bagel, whether that be carbs, whether that be sugar, whether that be a cup of coffee. That's one thing that so many people, men, not so much. This is where my women need to listen up. Coffee on an empty stomach. You want to have bad hormones, drink coffee on an empty stomach. One of the absolute worst things you can do for your hormones is drink coffee on an empty stomach. So I always like to make sure if I have my coffee, it's after a very high protein meal. Well, guess what? If you start your breakfast off with protein, you're golden. You can throw anything at your body because the protein is going to help absorb and help to, you know, just really handle the carbs, the, the fats. The, the the caffeine, whatever else you're going to throw at it. And quite frankly, the stress that you might throw it at. You might, you know, be stressed out because your kids are screaming, you know, and you got to get to school and you got to get to work and you're stressed out at work, right? Our body needs protein to be really able to handle a lot of those things. So not only do I believe that you need to eat breakfast in the morning, I, I truly am a firm believer that breakfast is the most important meal of the day within 30 minutes of waking. And the reason why I say within 30 minutes of waking is because most people within waking are not doing things to support their health. And what do I, what do I mean by that? 
you wake up, you scroll your phone, you scroll your phone, you scroll your phone, right? Before you even get out of bed. And then all of a sudden, you you know, your circadian rhythm's messed up because you're looking at blue light. You're not seeing outside. You know, you're not maybe grounding the earth. You are potentially then stressed out. So you want a cup of coffee. Like the bad things happen the longer you're awake. So my thoughts is you get up, you get out of bed and, you know, me and my routine, which we'll maybe talk about tomorrow, or, you know, soon on one of these episodes is, you know, I cold plunge, I do do my normal morning routine, but then I eat my breakfast because breakfast is what's going to fuel you, fuel you throughout your day. It's going to regulate your hormones. It's going to regulate your cortisol and it's going to help you sustain and not have that blood sugar spike from all of those carbs. And, you know, we could talk about carbs. We can go down that, that, you know, that train, but my logic is if you're going to have carbs, you have to have it with a protein, which I know we've talked about on this show, but starting that breakfast off with protein is critical. Danny, what are your thoughts? You know, Brooke, I'm, I'm a little disappointed because I was really looking to uh, have an argument with you today uh, just because I thought maybe we'd have a different perspective. But um, I actually agree 100% with you. It's some from stats and, and facts, like you said, but also just from personal experience. You know, I worked with a lot of women and early on, I, I used to recommend intermittent fasting for women a lot. And I never found it to work very well, very rarely. Sometimes if they're a little younger female, I would find it worked better. But as they got older, it rarely ever worked, especially if they worked out in the morning. And that's yeah. another, that's one thing. Like, I agree 100% with you. I think I I haven't necessarily heard that like within 30 minutes, um, I'm I don't know as much about the stats of that. So I, I, I can understand it for sure. It makes sense. But what, what I always recommend is if you work out, you're an early morning, and this is something we've been really pushing early morning. Uh, people here at Raws have 20 to 30 grams of protein. in before you come in for your workout, so, so critical, it is very bad for your hormones. If you come in and do an intense workout on an empty stomach, it is not good. Um, if you're doing like a brisk walk, something light, like that's a different story, but coming in and, and doing something at a, at an intensity level is, is not going to be in your favor. So we've been recommending it before the workouts. I, I like the idea of like just 30 minutes before you wake up for women, you know, but I'm, I'm actually in agreement with you. I, I think women should have breakfast. Now, let me ask you though, like, why do you think that is? Cause I have, a, I have a, like, I have a thought process to it. I have no scientific background, so you guys can take all of it with a giant grain of salt. But I, I have like a perspective of it, but I'm interested to hear like, have you heard like why that is? Why women need to eat breakfast? Yeah, compared to men, like or like why do they respond so differently like that? Um, so from what I have, it, it I mean, I, I, I've I've heard, I've, I've learned. I mean, I have my personal experience, but I think it really boils down to one word, and that word is testosterone. Um, and the reason why I say that is because men are fueled by testosterone. Men need testosterone. And if men are low in testosterone, they're going to be a little bit more at risk for the fasting and, and doing those things. If you ask me if men should fast, from what I have learned, the answer is yes. I think men do a much more fabulous job working out fasted not eating till lunch. I, I've actually had just with our personal experience of our fertility journey, almost every single person that we've worked with has said, my, my husband needs to fast until lunch. So I think there's a lot of that. And a lot of that I think is testosterone. Men, testosterone kind of not overrides cortisol, but they fuel each other. 
And I think it has a lot to do with the cortisol patterns. Um, women, like cortisol is a hormone, right? And, and cortisol is a hormone that can really disrupt the rest of your hormones if it's not regulated. And women aren't supposed to have high testosterone. Lately, women are starting to do that because of environmental reasons, which that's a whole different story. But women shouldn't have high testosterone. Certain times of the month, it should be elevated, but it should be relatively low. And because of that, we are dependent on other things to regulate our cortisol. Where men, testosterone, I, I, I believe, and from what I've heard, can help regulate your cortisol more, can help you sustain your energy versus trying to cut into different parts of your, like, for example, yes, the reasoning why so many women, and I feel like 10 years ago, it was like, you have to do fasted workouts. That's what's going to burn the fat, right? We, I feel like I, you probably heard that. I know I, I, I had a personal trainer who told me that was the way that I was going to shed fat was these fasted workouts and all this because it gets into your fat cells. But here's the thing. And women, like you can probably recognize this. You need fat to have hormones and like not in general, you're going to have hormones, but you need fat to regulate hormones. Like if you look at someone who doesn't have fat on her body, ask her if she has a cycle. If you look at these CrossFit athletes or these big time athletes who have no fat on their body, ask them how their cycle is. Guarantee you they're going to tell you it's not good. You need fat to regulate your, your hormones. And so if you are trying to target your fat cells and, and because of that, you're, you're spiking all your cortisol, it's really going to disrupt your hormonal cycle, which in return is going to cause so much havoc on your body. I mean, for women, men, again, not so much. Women, hormones rule the freaking world. I mean, listening to this, I'm sure you can you know, tell me whether you're you know, in your menstrual years, whether you are in menopausal years. I mean, how often do we hear from menopausal women that they can't shed weight? And the reason for that is because they have not been able to regulate their hormones because they've had to do some, you know, their body did changes and maybe they didn't change with it. And I think a lot of that starts with breakfast, fueling your body the right ways. You know, there's someone, I don't know, Danny, we, I don't even know if we've talked about this before, but I don't know if you've heard of Gary Brecca. Have you heard of Gary Brecca? The name sounds familiar, but I can't like, oh. picture what he looks like. Well, you should look him up. I'm on a Gary Brecca kick right now. So Gary Brecca... Um, he is, he's not a doctor. He's not a, um, you know, anything crazy. I mean, I, to me, I think it's crazy. He's a human biologist for 25 some years. What he actually did was he worked in life insurance and he predicted mortality. He could literally study and he studied thousands, like tens of thousands of people. And he looked at their data. He looked at their health. He looked at their lifestyles and literally could tell exactly when they would die and what they would die of. And he, at one point in his career, um, had a woman that he knew she was going to die. Literally, he knew she was going to die that very week. And he went to his boss and he said, can I call this family? Can I call this woman? Can I call the doctor and literally tell her? And, and this, you know, his boss said, no, that's not what we are not allowed to do that. So he ended up quitting because he found out this woman died. And he was like, no, I have learned for over 25 years what's killing people, what's making people healthy. and." So he stopped and he basically now he has a podcast. He, he basically now talks about how to live and how to be the ultimate human and how to, to be successful. But one of the things that he has studied for women is the 30-30-30 method. And that is to 
to eat breakfast within 30 minutes of waking, have 30 minutes of protein um, or 30 grams of protein for breakfast and do followed by 30 minutes of slight steady cardio, getting your heart rate no higher than 120 um, beats per minute. And that he said, that is the method to fueling your hormones, to burning fat, to being healthy and having a good like for females. So I think it's just very interesting perspectives because again, we could have a whole different episode of like how men should go about it. But regardless, I mean, I think that breakfast is critical, especially the right breakfast. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about now, now that you brought that up. Uh, I, I'm, I'm very familiar with the 30-30-30 concept. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Brooke. I, I think, I think Intermittent fasting can be helpful for guys, and I've seen it work a lot. Yeah, women just even before I learned more of this stuff, I I tried it and it didn't work. Right, like mm -hmm. so even just on a personal level, like coaching people, I've seen it not work quite often, especially those that worked out in the morning. So highly recommend eat protein in the morning. I guess thirty minutes when you wake up, give it a try. Right, that's the least you can do and see how how your body responds if you're a guy i fast every single day and i feel really really good when i fast right so i my i fast until about 11 12 o'clock and then i eat until about six or seven uh, and my body responds well to that right but again to each their own and and maybe the the gender is part of that and um you know i say so i i'm i'm an avid advocate of men fasting um and closing their window of when they're eating their food Women, I agree. I think eating earlier is beneficial, you know, and getting in protein regardless, male or female. And I, I would say like adding some carbs in earlier in the day versus later in the day is more impactful. Yeah. But to Brooke's point, you absolutely don't want to have carbs by themselves ever, ever, ever. So yeah. I, I think I think it's a lot of stuff, Brooke. I think we gave him some, some good tips and we didn't even argue about it, which is... Unfortunately. I know I was like, I'm sitting here talking. I was like, I know Danny likes to fast. I know he's big on fasting. I go, we might have different thoughts on this, but no, I think I've, I've experienced it firsthand with women. I just, I, I used to do it a long time ago and I never worked. Yeah. I mean, I can even just share my experience very, very, very quickly. I used to work out every single morning fasted. I mean, I remember even like doing 75 hard when I was like trying to do that. The way that it worked in my in my day was I got right up at 5 a.m. and I did my 45 minute workout. Then I ate my breakfast and my cycle was not normal. I was not having regular cycles. And it wasn't until like really studying my hormones to try to, you know, get pregnant and like really make sure I was at my top strength was when I studied this. And ever since I stopped working out first thing in the morning and started fueling my body with a really, really high protein breakfast and truly like 30 grams is a lot of food. Like, what does that look like for me? 25, 30 grams. I have three eggs and three, like either breakfast sausages or like turkey bacon every single morning. Um, and it's, it is a lot of food, but I truly can tell you a difference when I don't eat something like that, but I have been able to completely reverse like my irregular hormones and my PCOS and like so many other of those things. And I think the biggest thing was just eating breakfast first thing in the morning. So I think that the important takeaway from this episode is like, it's absolutely not a one size fit all thing. And I think there's so much conflicting research out there on whether you should eat breakfast, whether you shouldn't eat breakfast. I think my main recommendation is if you're a female, at least try it and make sure you're, you're doing it. And if you're not having results, then obviously take it from there, but give it three months of doing something consistently to actually see the results. Men, you can get away with breakfast or you could get away with fasting. And again, 
you know, it's, it's all dependent on the person, but I think that, you know, overall, I think the general consensus from what I believe, and, and I think you too, Danny, is like females eat your breakfast, men, it's up to you and what you decide, but no matter what, make sure you have a lot of protein in that breakfast. And if you want carbs, great, but make sure it's got protein. Couldn't agree more. Well, guys, hopefully you, you got some value from this. Uh, and I'm sorry that Brooke and I didn't fight about it, but um, <laughs> I, I thought there's a lot of good stuff here. So as always, we appreciate you guys. Uh, if you ever have any topics you want us to talk about, feel free to send them in. We'll be happy to kind of go over and answer your questions and, and talk about things that you want to hear. Um, and as, of course, we don't ask for any ads. We don't ask for any promotions here. All that we do ask is help us share the message and give us a rating and review, share it with a friend, and we will see you next time in another Confidently Flawed podcast episode. Mm-hmm.